out of your egg. <sighs> so what did you call me? <laughs> I can't get my yawn. Oh, fuck you, man. You can do this, man. Just I can't. But now... big inhale. Just... <gasps> <sighs> I haven't got it. I just listened to you talk for a bit. Animus. <laughs> Sup, my dude. Not much. I'm like, I've sort of, I've been thinking for a while that we need to like bring a bit more of a rhythm to it, like catchphrases, like "Welcome to Animus, the home of fuckery." At this point, <laughs> utter, uh, utter nonsense. But I think the sup, my dude, is actually starting to become kind of that. Yeah. Any uh, printing companies out there that want to put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> so hang on, we got. Animus, just do... Sup, my dude, just do the thing. <laughs> honestly, just do the thing. Okay, Animus, honestly, sup, my fuckery. <laughs> yes. Yes. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all good. Making all good. this coffee last four and a half hours. Oh, man. Like, so we, we're we doing another morning recording, so we're like, let's just hang out, let's just meet up, we'll get some coffee, it'll be fine. But John took his horse out with him today. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I like because I've never had a dog. I I was genuinely I was kind of I was taken aback by how amazed text <laughs> was with everything. Mm. Yeah, it's it's that childlike innocence where like oh my god this is a wall that's interesting. Whoa, a bin? Yeah, an actual bin. <laughs> Whereas we as boring adults are just like yeah whatever I've seen one of those before. Yeah, <laughs> there could be there could be treats hidden behind it. That is true. Admittedly, I think. So exploring the world with your nose is cool. So when he started exploring the world with his tongue, I was a bit like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's gross. Maybe we have something to learn from him. Yep. yep. Next time you leave the house, if you just lick the first thing you see, could be delicious. I'm leaving this house in like an hour if uh, you want to just stand by the door. and. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? Uh, struggling to deal with the nuclear apocalypse, mostly. Yeah, how's that? How's that going for you, man? It's a struggle. I just said. I, I'm just sort of thinking when this is coming out. No, no, no actually, this is going to come out before Brexit, so nobody will have experienced it just yet. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Remember when we said we wouldn't talk about the thing? Yeah, but I think what's nice is every podcast will come out before Brexit. I saw a meme the other day that I fucking killed me it was it was something like the year is 2197 <laughs> yeah. and the British Prime Minister is going to Brussels to hand over his letter no one remembers when this <laughs> tradition started <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just just I think it was asking for the extension I think that was it's yeah. nice I try and tune out from it but it is difficult every now and then it, it kind of develops into a hilarious meme and then just goes back to being angry old people yeah. yelling it's kind of it's kind of terrifying, but it's got to the point now where it's a bit like it's a bit of banter in it. <laughs> yeah, a bit of world-ending banter. Yeah, yeah. I think if you can't laugh at these things, then then yeah, just don't turn on the TV. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah, or your uh, favorite internet talks or us. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are rules. Like there are things that we said that we weren't going to do. <laughs> like, I just have no filter, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your apocalypse, which definitely sounds like a metalcore song from like mid 2000s. Your apocalypse, <laughs> dun dun. Uh, I was talking about Fallout 76. We well, you know. Um, in all its glory. Yeah. In all its failed glory. Failed glory. Well, because when it came out, everyone was like, <gasps> Fallout 4 was pretty good. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas is obviously like a, a fan favorite. 
And then, and then they were like, yo, Fallout 76, we're doing this shit online. And everyone's like, oh, yeah! And then it came out and they were like, ah, bollocks, it wasn't ready. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Hang on. And then it really wasn't ready. And then the apologies weren't ready. <sighs> and then... So, the thing that I find mad is it's the whole it's the whole Xbox thing, isn't it? You go Xbox, then Xbox 360, <laughs> and then you go back to one. You went Fallout, one, two, three, four, spin-off, and then they went to 76 when no one was fucking looking. Yeah. Yeah, they skipped skipped a few. Um, but it is fun. It's just very difficult. And I think the the kind of honeymoon period that probably would have put it up there with like some solid, solid fan favourites mm-hmm. was so messy. Painful. Yeah, just such a mess. And there was just so much wrong with it. Um, and even now, there's still lots wrong with it. And I think it's just one of those things where like you can only... You can only part up with it and be like oh no it's a new game you know it's online yep. it's a new thing for actually I was going to say it's a new thing for Bethesda it's not because they did Elder Scrolls Online and I think that's been a success so who fucking knows yeah um, but yeah I like it sometimes that's sometimes good yeah 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 it's it's a lot like Snowpiercer I just uh-huh. kept going I'd stop for a bit and then I'd keep going and I knew I probably wasn't going to be happy but here it I looked am. good so that's the important thing mm-hmm. to be fair to be fair for, like if you uh, if you ever played Fallout 4 like the colours were miserable yeah. like it really did feel like the end of the world but, but the nice blue and yellow mm-hmm. outfit like Thunderbird outfit that the guy yeah. was wearing yeah the um, <laughs> nuclear onesie yeah. um, but the uh, the colours in this are really, really good and the graphics are really really nice but as I say, when it first came out, it just like it was, it was just so much wrong with it. Yeah. Like, there was a, a streamer that um, saw I don't know what it's called in a graphic sense, but it was like a a big kind of beam of light that was clearly supposed heaven. to be that's heaven. Heaven, yeah, <laughs> was clearly supposed to be like the sun. Right. And they kind of followed it, and it was just coming out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I like it. It's just incredibly difficult, and unpleasant you see I saw your Instagram story <laughs> the other day which is like hey uh, <laughs> hey gamers uh, just uh, just check in I'm finding this bit really easy but if you uh, yeah yeah well I, I did the thing I did I did the I did the mission the quest but it was fucking rough yeah, yeah. and I keep going back to it yeah because otherwise I'll just start playing Fortnite and then you won't talk to me anymore that I mean that's a real genuine like you're getting pretty good at Rocket League now which is yeah. Concerning for me as a friend, I'm sort of sitting there thinking, like, do we need to need well, to have for a sit some, down? for someone that's not into cars or football? It's, uh, <laughs> it's it was a shocking revelation to enjoy that game so much. But there were bright colours. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The go fast button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, but there are people that play that play that like professionally. That's yeah. I, I've always sort of. I've always thought the idea of esports always sounds like really like super like you get to play video games all day. Yeah. That's that's not what it is though. <laughs> it's sort of like you gotta make sure that you're finely tuned. You are a machine with response times down yeah. to the, the, the nanosecond. Sort of like it's like counting frames and stuff with Mortal Kombat. It's sort of you're not fighting anymore, you're just sort of like, I'm this far into the animation, so I need to react at this point. Crazy. Crazy. It it does seem like one of those like from the outside, you're just like, oh my god, just shut on your ass and just get paid thousands to play video games and stuff. Like, kinda, but you have to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to be really, really good to a point where it's probably not that fun anymore. Yeah. I'd imagine it's the same sorry, I was gonna say I'd imagine it's probably the same for uh for like Olympic not that I'm comparing esports to Olympians, but 
I, I imagine mean, it's all sports, my dude. Yeah, it's all tough sports, yeah. But if you're uh, if you're like a weekend warrior and your favorite thing is just go out and do a 5K and mm. then suddenly you have to train seven days a week for uh, for the Olympics, it's probably a probably a pretty different experience. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think again before I get called out, I'm not saying that esports players are like Olympians. No, they're better, way more focus. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, and... just run, dude. It's not that difficult. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'd like to officially announce the Animus Esports team, and we're going to be bringing in all the guests that we've, we've got coming up, and the ones that we've had, and we're going to, what, what, if you had to, like, if you needed to, like, the, the, the world is invaded by aliens, and like, it's fucking, it's Space Jam, but with a video game. Bro, did you just write a movie? The best movie. <laughs> so Trademark. You, <laughs> so you have to, you have to beat the aliens who are all Michael Jordan good at their game but their yeah. game isn't the one with the ball it's way more complicated than the one with the ball what game are you gonna are you gonna beat the space bugs at that was a long-winded way of saying what what game do you reckon you're be- the best at no no my my question don't you know okay. uh, yeah, yeah um space bugs go space bugs oh i don't know what game am i the best at i'm not really a the best at anything kind of guy that's not really me so I love you. Oh, thanks. I'm yeah. the best at being loved by you. I mean, I'm not sure if this is ASMR enough. I there's there's some muscle stroke in here. It's coming real close. Oh, thank you, thank you. Go on, go on. The fate of the world um, rests on your controller. Ah, uh, well, we're fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, team. Uh, almost eight billion of us out there. If you picked me, that's kind of on you. Um. I don't know. I, I won a round of Fortnite the other day. It's a hundred players. Fucking a hundred players. So right. you were saying before, like I'm not going to get into Fortnite. No, you, I'm, you, I'm, I'm are, into you, Fortnite. are you playing Fortnite behind my back, John? Yeah, yeah. I, I play Fortnite, yeah. but pretty casually. Um, I've never spent money on it. So okay. I play it freely. Um, I've never spent like a pay packet on skins. <laughs> That's important stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say. Fortnite. Fortnite against Because I'm actually pretty bad at beat-em-ups. Like, I love playing beat-em-ups. Yeah. I love Mortal Kombat and I love Street Fighter. Um, and I love the kind of, like, the silly ones where it's, like, X versus X. Like, uh, what's the... Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, things yeah. like that. I think they're really, really cool. Um, and Injustice was awesome. Um, but I am really bad at them. Yeah, I yeah. You, I always think you can button mash your way through it, and you really have to learn everything. Yeah, it is. I feel like you can button bash your way through the campaign for most games these days. Like, I, I remember just being fucking taken to school. Miguel <laughs> brought rounds like OG Mortal Kombat. I think it was on the SNES. Maybe it was the Mega Drive. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, round mine brought it around, and I just sort of forgotten that video games <laughs> used to be hard yeah so sort of like I can I can quite happily get my way through things like Injustice or Soul Calibur I was pretty good at Soul Calibur um, but yeah playing original Mortal Kombat it was like oh, I'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> bye yeah yeah um, yeah I think I think it would be one of those things that would be hella fun if we got together like an esports team for like a charity event just so people can see how fucking shit we are hell yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I look again. Love video games. I but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think 
alien scenario, I think I'd probably pick something like something like RuneScape. Because they, they completely underestimate my ability to throw away months of my life. Okay, see, I thought it was going to be a versus game. I didn't realise. So I was pretty good at WoW back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to out each other on air. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was pretty good at WoW. Um, i trying to think what else I've like, lost my life to. Um, I, I mean, I, if, if it can be single player, then probably Dishonored. Yeah. Easy mode, zero stealth. They don't know what's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, yeah, hundred miles an hour, just explosions. Yep. Like, could do it stealthily, or you could throw a grenade in this room, shut the door, hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, which is a really good kind of uh, metaphor for life, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you could think it out, or yeah. you could just show up. <laughs> I think I like to think that the podcast is definitely the grenade version. <laughs> we are uh, we've got like we've got guests coming up over the next few weeks, and we've recorded some of those already. And sort of talking to one of the people about the way that they sort of plan out their podcast, and they've got all these things coming up in segments, and it's a continuous, <laughs> ongoing discussion. Whereas on the way up here today, we're like, do you know what we're going to talk about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Um, I kind of like this though. Yeah. I kind of like falling our way through life hoping that we finally figure it out is the exciting way of doing it yeah well I mean it's good I I think I don't think you and I are uh, finely tuned to read off a list of action points (laughs) particularly well I think uh, uh, speaking of it's, uh, it's just gone past the 13 minute mark so we have to talk about the email and uh, you know just just for the itinerary for oh, the show yeah. we've actually we've been we've been pretending that this is all free form but actually it's incredibly well structured yeah. we had that conversation the other day where somebody genuinely believed that there was <laughs> like a, a vague sense of like intention behind the episodes thanks for the compliment guys yeah cheers thank you uh, but then we spoke with Casey and Matt and they're like nope Nope, that is not that has not come across. Fucking amateurs. Um, I can see what you're doing, so I know what the next segment is. Would you like to announce the next segment? I'm gonna announce the next segment. Uh, email. Email. Yes. Uh, shout at Animus Podcast. Uh, Fifty something seconds late, but that's fine. Nailed it. So this one's from our good buddy Sam Harris. Sub, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> Subject line: Avril Lavigne. Hi. Has Avril been... Firstly, has, this isn't the question, this is me. Yeah. Has Avril been mentioned as much as Nickelback? God, no. Okay. No, so, I don't, I'm, like, I'm not sure what we've covered, but high-level overview, we first, when me and you first met, Avril was like a huge part of that. Our Canadian gal very much sort mm-hmm. of, like, built the... Fa- this friendship is built on the foundations of Avril's first album. Yeah. Um... That's just a fact that we don't need to. Yep. Uh, we followed it up. We're talking about the Hello Kitty song, which have you listened to yet? Uh, no, I never got around to it. So in the break, in the break, <laughs> in this episode, we are going to have a listen to that. Um, but I'll, I'll think, call up a label see if we can stick on the show. <laughs> but I think that's it. I think that's the only time that we've okay. talked about yeah. our Canadian bestie. Cool. So, hi guys. There have been two, maybe three episodes where Avril Lavigne has been mentioned. So already you're a liar. <laughs> I just wanted to know your opinions on the whole Avril Lavigne died years ago conspiracy theory. Cheers, guys. Sam. Okay, so this is fucking news <laughs> to me. Oh, you, you haven't heard this at all? No? Okay, okay. High Wait. level overview. I know a bit. So you research where I tell you the bit that I know. So after Avril Lavigne's... Is it Let Go? What was the name of that amazing album? 
the what uh, the one that we uh, first made love to. Yeah, uh, uh, mate, uh, uh, the foundation of our friendship. That's not what I said. Oh. Uh, let me go to our discography. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, basically after that, people noticed that there was a, a change, and they felt that her the punk rock Avril had disappeared and was replaced by one of the people in her crew who was, I think, doing, like, backing singing or something. They basically felt that Avril was getting too wild and she needed to be reined back in, and that's when we got this pop princess version of Avril. And one of the things that was pointed out was apparently, like, some of our moles had moved and there was, <laughs> like, there was definite differences in, like, where our hairline was and she had a childhood scar from something that was mysteriously missing. It was, like, real. Absolutely real. So there's a, there's a conspiracy theory about Paul McCartney that's mm. the same thing um, that if you if you go back and you look at artwork and you read lyrics and stuff and you play albums backwards though Paul McCartney died just as the Beatles were about to break and the record label were like we can't we can't announce it we just need someone to step in yeah. um, and people will like compare like Paul McCartney from like ni- pictures of him from like 1990 with pictures of him from 1960 like it's a different person <laughs> like okay no idea how time works yeah. um, so yes the, her 2002 Masterpiece was called Let Go. Cool. But again, I like that's taking it one step further. When people are like, I don't like their new stuff, it's like, I, I did not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's a little article, artic, article from The Guardian. Artian from The Guardicle. Why, yeah, why fans think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. That's early on. Did you know Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003? Only a year after her album, really? The old conspiracy theory that Lavigne was cloned resurfaced on Twitter over the weekend. It's thought to have originated on a Brazilian fan page. What kind of a fan page is that? <laughs> I'm a massive fan. Yeah, she's not real, but... I think it's I think it's one of those things where it's a bit like... I really like what she was doing first, but again... Like, before she had that wild child spirit, and now, oh god, what have you seen? (laughs) Wow, these are crazy. Go on, give us a high-level overview. The record company replaced her with Melissa full-time. Proof has included Levine's red carpet shots, brackets, Levine wears trousers. (gasps) Melissa prefers dresses and skirts. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. Theorists also... Theorists, come on. (laughs) Theorists also believe Melissa has left clues in songs. Such as Slipped Away, in which she sings, The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. <laughs> Firstly, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. There was even a publicity shot in which Levine had Melissa written on her hand. Wait for it. Spooky. <laughs> but Levine is not the first celebrity to be subject to a completely unverified cloning conspiracy theory. As the following example Does show... cloning? Yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Taylor Swift. That's good. Cool. Beyonce? Just say you don't like the new album. It's much easier. I really thought this was going to go somewhere, but it's just... No, I think this rabbit hole is much, much deeper. Avril Lavigne responds to rumours she died and was replaced by a body double. I think you mean Melissa responds to rumours. She called the rumour dumb and so weird. That sounds like what a clone would say. <gasps> but that's her at like... I don't know, how old is she now? Like, four, I don't know, how old? Like 30, 40? Like an adult, yeah. Yeah. And that's her as an actual child. Yeah. And they look different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to say. I'm going to just say that it's dumb. 
Yeah, but that's what they want you to think. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how conspiracy theories work, though. Because you can just be like, yeah, but it's a cover-up, so you're supposed to think that. <gasps> like, flat earth, or, you know, climate change. Oh, oh, wait up. Why don't you bracket those two things together? <laughs> because. I have a... Sorry for the like the, the uh, dead space. I was going to say, this is the first time I was a bit like, you are like engrossed. Oh yeah, because there's fucking so many articles. Okay, Sam, in answer to your question, dude, I don't know why people would assume that she died. Um, one mystery-busting Brazilian blog has compiled all the evidence through the years. All of it? Oh, do I want to be on this website? Oh my god. Yeah, no, no. When your phone is warning you, you should stop. Yeah, um, back off that one. Okay, so, so, speaking of con- conspiracy theories, what do you think to the theory that Mike Shinoda records all Will Smith's raps? That is the funniest thing you've ever said in all the years <laughs> I've known you. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, tr- okay, <laughs> okay. So, Sam, I'll, I will answer your question in a minute. Okay, I don't want to say that Will Smith and Mike Shinoda sound exactly the same, but in your in your mind's eye, okay. So all you need to do, go to Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music, whatever it is right now. Put on the first Will Smith song you can find, and then in your head, picture Mike Shinoda rapping it, and try and not get confused, and then vice versa. Go to any (laughs) any Lincoln Park, Fort Minor, Mike Shinoda solo track. And just picture the Fresh Prince in your head. Yeah, you you know you get it. It's it's genuine. They are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think honestly, honestly, just just take a moment now. Just just pause the podcast. Just no 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 pause it. No, just, <laughs> what are you doing? Pause the podcast. Go and find the two. Um, anything? Do you want to go for a Fort Minor track and then? Yeah, let's go for a Fort Minor track. Yeah, go for a Fort Minor track. Why are you still here? Go. <laughs> Fort Minor, Will Smith, just give it a spin. We'll wait. We'll wait. So while you guys got to enjoy some Wicked Wild West, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider, no, you don't want none of, none of this. And I, How have you never rapped in our band before? I Because I'm a buffalo soldier. That's what I told you. Oh my god! Yeah. Just kept going. <laughs> um, yeah. So while you're enjoying enjoying some some Will Smith, we got so, sorry some Mike Shinoda posing <laughs> as Will Smith. Uh, we we watched the Hello Kitty video. I just saw it. Okay. 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 So there's been a bit of a perspective shift in the in the 10 second gap. So let's talk. Okay. So initially I was like, well, yeah, no, obviously it's nonsense. Obviously Avril is the same person. And then. You what? <laughs> you watch the Hello Kitty video, and you're like, okay, maybe though, yeah. maybe that is a stunt double whose family are being, being held. held. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Melissa does not look happy. Yeah, there, there is a look in her eyes that just says, "If anyone can see this, help me." Yeah, like at first, the the first thing that I sort of noticed was the fact that the backing dancers were not a not like dancing, and b were not happy with whatever was happening. There's a fucking assault rifle on the other side of that camera. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then, as it sort of went through, you start to realise that. Melissa herself is looking away from the camera. She's like, she is not. You said the fact that she hasn't smiled once with her eyes, and like, again, super amazing uh, uh, recommendations from Animus for videos that are like five years old. But yeah, check it out. Like, 
Skrillex looks terrified if you uh, <laughs> if you just sort of like just watch her eyes. It's um, the chorus doesn't bang though. I don't know. No, I don't... it does. The chorus is fucking hard. <laughs> the rest of the song sucks. The rest of the songs is generic EDM dubstep nonsense. But that chorus, that chorus was definitely written by Chad. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That chorus <laughs> was definitely written by Chad. Right. Uh, okay, so Sam sucks. Shut your mouth. Um, ah, go. No, separate point. Okay. So I, okay. So to answer, finally answer your question, Sam. No, I still don't think that Avril is actually a stunt double. However, I do think that someone should go check in on her. <laughs> someone, okay. someone has her family. Yeah, please. How old is Avril mean? Because I'm, I'm a little confused as to like how, like her. Her career mm-hmm. seems to have been going on longer than I remember her ever existing for. Time travel has not yet been invented. Or has it? <gasps> what? Go. So she is 35 mm-hmm. and she's been active since 99, so when she was 15. Yeah. Because maths. Damn, son. A professional. Since her professional debut, Levine has sold more than 40 million albums and over 50 million singles worldwide, <laughs> making her the third best Canadian female artist, third best selling mm-hmm. Canadian female artist of all time, behind only Celine Dion and Shania Twain. Real talk, I did not realise that Celine Dion was from Canada. Did you not? No. Oh, she's so good. That, that makes perfect That sense. sounded like I was calling out Celine Dion. I'm not. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that we're bringing wholesome facts day in, day out. Every day's a school day. Yeah. Here at Animus. Yeah. Yeah. I, my brain is crashed. What was your thing that you were going to lead on to? Because I had a thing, but I forgot what my thing was. I don't know. Okay. Um, no, I don't know. So, I, I, I saw, like, the Hello Kitty video while I was watching it. I was like, this is like, this is supposed to be an ode to, to Japan. <laughs> and I'm sort of just watching it and I, it's not... It's not really. That's not really the one that that I went to. Everyone was. I mean, they were keeping themselves more to themselves, but everyone just seemed happier. Yeah. And so, the guy that did. It's a bit of a tangent, but it's on topic. Mm. The guy that did the Friday video. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same dude or the same production company, but he did another video called something like Chinese food. Okay. And it was as utterly off the mark and racially insensitive as the Hello Kitty video, but yeah. worse. Culturally tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I don't, again, I don't know if it was, I'm pretty sure it was the same production company that did Rebecca Black's Friday, so yeah. you don't really need to know a whole heap more. But it's basically just any vaguely Asian stereotype shoehorned into this video. Uh, and it's just a kid singing about how much he likes Chinese food and there's so much in there that's not even remotely Chinese and it's just like that's what the Hello Kitty video felt like it was like hey guys can we just do anything that's vaguely Japanese and if you could just get this white girl to be the centre of it that'd be dope thanks speaking of new hero video coming out uh... (laughs) (laughs) oh man self (laughs) wound That's actually that was like a real thing when it came to the Hero Dice first branding though. Like that was that was like a, an ongoing question when we were putting in the Katakana and the Hiragana and stuff. It's sort of like, what are we doing exactly? Are we are we branding for an international market or are we basically causing problems? 
Um, and it was it was like a really weird thing to have at the forefront of the, our mind for everything we did because the, the uh, enemy at the gate was deliberately like a distorted Tory gate, and a Tory gate is it sort of it identifies when you're going through to any kind of like sacred land or like like hallowed ground, but it's usually it's an indicator that there is a temple on the other side yeah. um, so even in doing that that was like a really long conversation I feel like Hello Kitty didn't have <laughs> that kind of conversation um, yeah her wandering through a sweet shop um, obviously the most Japanese thing ever yeah um, with I, I don't know what the name of the company was but, but a company's website in big letters <laughs> in the background Oh, horrendous. Yeah. I, I want to have sponsored segments. I want to be able to be like, oh man, I love these sweets specifically yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, speaking of sweets. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your sweeties? We talk about my sweets. Have, have, have you had any sweet experiences in your recent I life? I have. I got some. I got some some sweets from the Americas. Sponsored um, segment. <laughs> it's not. I wish it was. I think for legal purposes we have to let people know it's definitely not yep. definitely not sponsored um, unless it is no it's not stop <laughs> um, unless it's a surprise you're like by the way um, yeah I got some some sour strips from a, a company called Actual Candy and they're rare as fuck they're like sell out immediately and I managed to get my hands on three bags and I'm not really a sweet person but they're ridiculous it's like eating rainbows, but yeah. not not skills. I just as soon as I said that, I was like, no, that's someone else's. Yeah, that's another sweet company, but they're great. Loads of people saw it. It's weird. I didn't think it was a big thing in the UK, and then and they're brand new as well. And then I put it on my Instagram, and loads of people just like heart emoji back, and I was like, oh, maybe people are into sweets. Yeah. So yeah, but you okay? So so they're sa- the sour strips. They're sour as fuck. Okay, I tried them. My girlfriend tried them. We both like, whoa, this is sour. You, you're just like, bitch. <laughs> I promise, I'm like, I'm, I'm a fucking fiend. Like, I am, <laughs> I am like, I'm 29 now. Every time we go to band practice, I'm like, better get my sweeties in. <laughs> There's you like, I'm going to have my dinner. I'm going to actually have a have some sustenance. I'm like, but do I want M&M's and <laughs> Skittles? Or do I want M&M's or does it? I want and, and yeah. every time yeah. for sure. But sour strips do taste amazing. But they, it is like, <laughs> very 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 difficult like you couldn't eat them in a public place for sure <laughs> I couldn't anyway because was like, inc- like watching you eat it was an incredibly <laughs> sexual moment <laughs> which you just didn't even you were like okay and uh, when does it get sour oh, no 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 yeah um, uh, right I'm going to get all, all the way off topic all I want to say was that they would call branding good taste yeah. good sour, independent sour strips 5 out of 7 yeah I'll have that um, I just remembered uh Fully off topic. Uh, Amy, as a not our podcast question, but as a, just a, hey, you know how we're friends, do you recommend any albums? And I'm like, hey, well, obviously that's content. So <laughs> um, I was just thinking, you got any album recommendations recently? Again, I have I have taken this conversation and just chucked it to the side and been like, music. We're doing music. I thought we didn't do music. We don't do music. This is not a music podcast. Yeah, that was something we were supposed to discuss as well. Can, how we're not a music podcast yeah we can do that whilst going through album recommendations uh, what have I been listening to lately let's have a look I think this episode has been like a really good example of how like kind of like how loosely thrown together the conversation can be yeah. just it's just it's just chatting and what I'm enjoying about having the, the the guests on and stuff like I said we've got we've got three episodes of guests lined up so we had Johnny last week 
over the next couple of weeks there'll be more people on but it's just been been chatting it's love been chatting friendship, isn't it? yeah um, and I think because we occasionally do some music stuff we're going to talk about music but I think there is I certainly think there's a vague misconception that this is a a music podcast that gets horrifically off topic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whereas I think this is an off topic co- podcast that occasionally talks about music yeah. uh, so my recent albums um, Hotel Diablo by Machine Gun Kelly which is good it's really like for me it's really weird the, how do I avoid this? Almost, uh, almost like R.I.P. John. <laughs> no, it's kind of weird that MGK has been taken seriously. Is that not? <laughs> no, I like. So for me, I listened to one of his singles, "Wild Boy," a shitload many, many years ago. Straight after he did a feature on uh, "Sleeping with Sirens" track. So for for that to be my like engagement with MGK, mm. and then suddenly it'd be like ah. Eminem's done a diss track about him and then now shockingly his career just seems to be on the up and up and up yeah. and up um, I think it's it's in my mind with that being my history with him it's kind of weird for me to think of him as a like a serious contender to the throne if that makes sense um, I, I mean I wouldn't say I probably wouldn't say that as such but he has had a pretty successful career kind of before the whole Eminem saga um, I mean, the dude was like one, two, three, five. I mean, the guy's got five albums. Yeah, he's been on a bunch of film soundtracks. He was on the soundtrack for. I think he wrote the sound, no, write the soundtrack, but he wrote the one of the songs for Bright. Do you remember the? Oh, Bright was great. Uh, yeah, the the like it was the first big kind of Netflix production, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and everyone was all the film critics were like this is garbage and then you watch it and it was like this is really good what are you on about yeah I mean there's a massive disconnect between like it's it's the Fast and Furious thing where it's like yeah I appreciate it's not a good film but it's a great film yeah you know? um, yeah we've got Scorsese and uh, another really famous filmmaker whose name I've forgotten which is terrible but basically like boying off Marvel films um, and it's a continuous thing but it's sort of like I don't want to say these are auteurs. These are like proper filmmakers. They are artists with a camera, but obviously, the 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 money making machine that is Marvel Entertainment, that is Disney, they could churn out crap and we would still eat it up. So I can understand why there would be a frustration there from people who have made movie making their craft. Yeah, but it does feel a bit bitter. Like every time you hear a the likes of your Quentin Tarantino's, um, and even uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. talking about uh, comic book films whilst being in one, and I can't remember who the actual uh, I can't remember if it was the director or if it was the producer, but whoever brought Joaquin into the fold for Joker, basically saying like, "Let's trick him. Let's think. Let's make him think they're yeah. getting a comic book film, and actually they're getting a real movie." <laughs> Like, fuck, you've done really well with this film, but get in the fucking bin. <laughs> um, yeah, but Bright, again, it was really enjoyable. And seeing Mike Shinoda fronting up a film was really, really good. <laughs> so good. Um, Bayside's new album, Interrobang, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry, before, before we get too far away from MGK, mm-hmm. what is better, only because it's in the same sphere, MGK's new album or NF's new album? Oh, NF's by a country mile. Like one, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Because when the MGK album is good, it's great, but there's a lot of stuff on there that it's kind of just, you're sort of waiting for the next track, whereas NF is just like fire, yeah. actual cinematic. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's NF The Search, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which I heard, I mean, like, uh, not that I'm going to plug our other things, but we uh, we have a monthly playlist, uh, an artist playlist for the Hero Dies First. <laughs> like the loudest range just plow past, just like, just fucking don't. But yeah, we'd like, we have a playlist of the stuff that we're into, which is the Hero Spins First. Um, and yeah, you put The Search, which is the title track off the album on there, and yeah, you blew me mind. Fire, mate. Straight yeah, fire. Yeah, that's very, very good. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, Bayside, Bayside. Yeah, Bayside and Terrabang. Um, and that was an awesome, awesome way of doing it as well, because most bands, they'll drop a single and they'll be like, in four months, our new album comes out. And yeah. they'll just like, drop the single, nothing. Three days later, drop the announced date, uh, plus another song, I think. And everyone was like, what the hell? This is awesome. And the album was like two weeks later. Yeah. And I think they had two or three, no, four singles leading up to the album's release plus a tour plus like a big Battle of the Bands competition they had like literally a fortnight everything just, lined yeah. up yeah um, and now the tour's like almost sold out uh, they got announced for Help Me Out Here big kind of punk alternate festival happening in the UK next year Slam Dunk um, that was yeah. great good job I did that on mine <laughs> um, yeah and the album's really really good uh, but again it's a fucking masterclass in how to do it because I feel like people still are struggling with like how do I get my content content out in 2019 mm. um, like it's just really smart to do the the singles in in quick succession leading up to the album release not release the album then drop drip feed the singles yeah. for 10 years yeah John oh, <laughs> uh, yeah that was really good I was listening to a, uh, an interview with the with the front man um, and he was saying basically like he was like you know they're on like album eight maybe nine now mm. been a been a few um and they were saying we've done the whole like you know six months leading up to an album like the, the kind of long drawn out campaign he was like we just i just don't want to do this like we know who our fans are and we're not trying to kind of break through to the charts at any point we just want our fans to get our music um so if we just do everything we were going to do over the space of like four six months in two weeks you can't avoid us and you couldn't avoid it it's yeah. fucking everywhere um, yeah I'm, just, like, I'm not a Bayside fan but yeah. my my feeds were getting filled yeah and it was like uh, like well it cleared like a million and a half streams I think like within the kind of within like the first week of the album coming out yeah um, as I say three, like two or three music videos um, the tour mostly sold out so it's just like yeah. nailed it um, fucking masterclass yeah. and it was the, the guy was saying that he had he he took the a couple of the guys from the label out for dinner and was like look I've got this idea you know we've got this album ready I don't want to wait half a year no. I want it out like I want it out immediately they were like alright don't fuck this up <laughs> and then they nailed it and it's like Sick. yeah cool um, that's it in terms of album uh, Casey uh, recommended the new Norma Jean EP it's not a band I ever checked out I, th- I genuinely thought you meant the band Casey no, there's, no, there's sorry. KC, and then there's KC. No, our, our darling KC. Yes, uh, Recommended Safety Last by Norma Jean. Um, it's only got four tracks, but it rips. Yeah. Uh, it's heavy and angry and spin-kicky. Um, and I tried to listen to the new Devil Wears Prada, and I got like a minute in and I was like no this is trash sorry yeah. I think I think I've sullied <laughs> that band for people because there's been a few times that people have sort of talked about that conversation um, yeah. I'm a bit like no you can still enjoy it it's just <laughs> it's just me I have the problem yeah. um, 
but actually spoke spoke with Amy post that conversation. She and she sort of had the like I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I'm just going through my stuff. Um, the new Baby Metal album has got some bangers on it. I still haven't heard it. Um, th- to be honest, the main reason that I got pulled in this time is there's a track with a guy called Tim Henson. I vaguely know. Have you heard of, like, the cutest girl <laughs> I have ever seen? I remember um, I had a dream the other day. And it was the kind of dream <laughs> that I, was, like, I had to tell John. And, like, like I'm going to tell you guys. I don't know why I'm telling you guys. It was just, like, the weirdest thing. Where it was, like, I bought his signature guitar. <laughs> and there was, like, it wasn't his actual signature, signature guitar. There was something weird about it. Like, it was... I can't remember if it was like it was MIDI, so you could change the sound of the pickups all inside it or something. There was like there was something about it, it was like it was fully you could basically through software change the sound of the guitar, but it was kept fucking up and just I couldn't figure out how to work it. So I was in a group chat with I know you and I think some other people okay. and somebody's response was, Let's just fucking get him in here and just ask him the question. So somebody added him to the group chat. I remember just being like, Tim, mate, what the fuck do I do with your guitar? And every time he just sent another nude. I was like, that's not helping, Tim. <laughs> and I don't like that. That has, that has just stuck with me. So yeah, like the cutest girl. But yeah. That's good. If anyone knows Tim, Han- Tim Henson, Tim Henson, yeah. Tim can pass this story on. Yeah. Just please. I just want help with the fucking guitar. The guitar that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but actually, although not recommendation for Amy, because Amy's heard New Levels, New Devils. Um, but everything by Polyphia. Like we've, we've talked about them a lot now. Um, but yeah, yeah, super, so super, super into them. Like, and to be fair, the Re- Renaissance EP or album, um, I think it was an album. Yes. Fucking great. Uh, and then the entire soundtrack to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This show will haunt me. Just watch it. No, I've just got too do much it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I got too much stuff that you've told me to watch. Yeah. It's also this. Um, I'm sort of scrolling through my phone what I've been listening to recently. The new Sleep is good, but Children of Fire, Fire uh, Children of Fire is better. That's like Fire, I think is the word you're asking. <laughs> is straight actual leather. <laughs> um, and uh, the Yurashika album, which I know I've mentioned once, but I haven't really given it enough time. Yeah. Uh, it's the one, like, unfortunately, it is all written in Japanese, but Yurashika, Y O R U S H I K A. Um, the the main track of it is called, I think it's The Day I Gave Up on Music. Uh, <laughs> and it's just so good. It's just so good. There is an album that's come out since called Elmer, which I was super excited for, which is really good. Um, like the standout track on there was Rain with Cappuccino and it's like it's good um, but yeah the album before is absolutely stellar describe like, them oh <laughs> describe them or accidentally start playing yeah. it on my phone uh, uh, describe it by the artwork which one is it is it the one with the street corner yeah it's is the, it the, one with the deer eye yeah it's the it's the street corner it's like more orangey tan kind of yeah good sort of creams and orange artwork um, yeah Love to pieces. It looks like you'd find that that shot on Peter McKinnon's grid. Yeah, it's got that kind of for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that to me. That was I. And the lead up to going over to Japan, what I'd done is I'd subscribed to the top 100 playlist for Japan. So basically, the pop music on. I just did it through the um, the Apple Music app, um, and it was like it wasn't at the top, but it was quite high up. And I was like, this 
fucking outstanding. Um, had listened to the album, then it became like my soundtrack to that trip. Every time I was walking around on my Todd, I had that on, and it was great. And, and now you I've... brought me a copy. Yeah, yeah. Like the sweetheart you are. Yeah. Um, have you gone through that yet? No. So it's just effectively, it's just the CD with oh, some yeah, notes. I've been sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I haven't. I deliberately haven't opened the the physical just because yeah. I've listened to to it so much on streaming. Um, but I have been through the box. Yeah, it's cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, and I like the postcard that came with it from was a record store. Uh, Tower. Yeah. 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 Which again, sort of. Uh, one is huge. I hadn't realised that it was Tower Records, an actual tower. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was cool because there was just there is nothing like it here like yeah. just just level after level after level of just so much music and like it felt like music was being appreciated <laughs> like over here it's sort of like HMV is, is falling to pieces over there there I went to a HMV and as I stepped in there was a live gig uh, <laughs> with just like some some girl with her acoustic it sounded amazing but this HMV was exclusively vinyls <laughs> and it was huge it was so cool um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, there's actual there's a appreciation over there, but it was yeah, it was just it was just cool. It was a nice place to be. Yes. One thing I, I, I will move away from this, but the one thing I wanted to say was you said that you showed the Yurashika album to someone, and there was like there was one line that you said you got some feedback on if it was from Rob or who it was from. Someone in the office said, "I can't I can't tell what she's saying, but." Do you remember that at all? No. I, it, I think it would have been Rob. Yeah, it was something along the lines of, I have no idea what she's saying, but I know that she's singing to my soul. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Which, and yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. So, album recommendations. That one, anything by Polyphia, the new Bayside, new MGK, yeah. and new NF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty solid place to start. That would keep you busy for at least Nothing a day. Nothing heavy in there, but... Put on the new O Sleeper. It's... It's good. Yeah. Norma Jean, Norma Jean, we said Norma oh, yeah, Jean. Yeah, Norma Jean. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, that is heavy. Don't, yeah. don't play that one to your nan. Yeah, yeah. Or do. She could be. She might be. A, she might be a pit queen. You don't know. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, dear. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> crowd kill. Crowd kill. We covered loads today. I think this is what it's like if we do do a 45 minute to an hour episode. I like again. I'm not. I'm not sure. Sure. You like it short and sharp. Yeah. I, again, I, what I'd rather have is for people to be like, "That was really great. Really want the next one." Yeah. Um, whereas this, like, I, I think it's been a fun episode, but I don't know whether or not it felt like it was dragging. If it felt good, um, which is where you guys come <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. um, like for real, whether or not it's via shout at animuspodcast.com or whether or not. You just sort of like tell us in person. I would be or interested. Or via a voice message. Oh, nobody's done the voice message yet. Yeah. Like if you if you do go to if you go to animuspodcast.com, there is a is a link tree, so it's just like a load of different links to all the different platforms that we're on. But also there's a, there's a bit for send in a voice message, which will take you to Anchor. I think you have to sign up for Anchor. Um, but like obviously we're on there because that's how we're broadcasting. Um, and I don't spam me, it's pretty it's pretty light touch. But you can record a voice message which gets sent to us and then we'll, what will happen is that gets played on the episode and then we'll talk about it. So if you don't want to email in, then you can you can send us a voice message. Just tell us your best dick joke. It's like it's it's a thing. We haven't done it yet, it'd be cool if, if you wanted to. Um yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a thing. So that's it. Yeah. Um oh my I really want to talk about that that like 
book idea thing. The like the t- oh, two shit. page. So next week we've we've actually got a guest on next week, so we won't be able to do it then. But I've got an idea, and if anyone's into maybe doing a bit of writing, actually that ties in perfectly with a with a segment for next week. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it at the beginning of the next episode. Don't let me forget though, because. <laughs> The episodes we've recorded things in a really janky order. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to talk about that. That'd be cool. Um, anything to add, Mr. Hawkins? I think that's I think that's it. Thanks again for the love. Yeah, thank you. Can't believe we got uh, this far already. I, it's mad. It's just, yeah. I, what is this? This will be episode eleven. We're just tearing through them. I know. Again, I get to five of things. I'm like, five's enough. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. Yeah. We'll stop saying thank you at some point. It's just because this level of love will just become normal and then I'll just do Exactly it. that, yeah. Right yeah. now yeah. it's still kind of new and still a bit terrifying. Yeah. We've had people still like reach out to us who've just started in the last like couple of weeks and saying like really nice things. Yeah. <sighs> Freaks me the fuck out. But I am very, very thankful to your niceness. What is the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for 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 you guys being real cool about this. Yeah, thanks. Um, anyway, enough of that. Thank you very much. Next week's a good one. Um, in the meantime, have a lovely week. Have a great one. Have a great one. Yeah. All right. Peace. See you later.